fresh off the back of another beach day. Beach day. Love a good beach day. Well, that was really nice just sitting there. Like, we didn't actually go in the water. We no, put your we, feet in. I put my feet in. We went to Morty Alec. Mm. I haven't been there before. It's mm. nice. It's a nice beach. Yeah. It's not Mount Martha, but it is nice. <laughs> we've been there. Uh, we've been to the beach like three weeks in a row now. So good. Yeah. I love summer. So, well, although today it wasn't exactly a summery day. It was. We had like a 37 degree day yesterday, something massive, and then today was half of that. Yeah, but it was still lovely. The, sun, the wind was warm and it was a perfect, um, perfect weather to just lay on the beach yeah. and just like nap. Yeah, it's been it's a really it's been, nice nap. I had a half hour nap. Fantastic. <laughs> it's been really quite nice to go to the beach frequently. Next next week is our one year anniversary since we've been married. Yeah. So I can't believe oh. it's already been a year That's since we've been fine. married. Like it's un- unreal, unreal. You know, it's even like when we watched our like summary uh, yeah. and projection video from New Year's <laughs> last year, and or New Year's 2019. Yeah. Uh, sorry, 2020, 2021. Yeah. Watching that, and it was like that was a year ago. Oh my god! Like so much has changed. So much water's flowed under that bridge. Oh my god, so much. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, next, so next Sunday is mm. is our one year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So we might be. How recording. do you feel? Did you love it? Oh, it's been it's been a good year. It's been a really good year. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love being married. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, no, I've loved I've loved every minute of of being a married man. I must say, <gasps> honey. Sweet. Wearing my wedding my wedding band and everything. Yeah. No, it's been awesome. I really like it. I don't, you know, say my wife having like a, I don't, I don't know. It's like yeah. something sacred about it. Yeah, I feel mm. it's uh, not really. I mean, it's not that anything massive has changed in the relationship itself. It feels like is in the context and the situation it's, that we're in. It Feels a little bit more special. Yeah, because yeah, just to say we're married. Well, I, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure because like, we haven't made it official. Because we haven't moved into like our new space yet. Yeah. So we're still here, like it's and it's kind of like because this is the second time that we've actually lived together under this roof. Yeah. So it's kind of. Maybe it'll it'll really feel different once we've got a once we've got a child and, yeah. <laughs> and we're in our new space. Yeah. Uh, but no, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but something does feel well, more I mean, sacred. We, we had a ritual, you know, the sacred ritual, the ceremony of coming together. So that definitely changes the energy of a relationship and a partnership. Yeah. So I think that's what that magic is. That little spark of oh, it's so nice just to yeah. as a husband. I yeah, I think there is something to that. Mm. Like it's not you know when you're boyfriend and girlfriend, it's just the the ritual is, hey, will you be my girlfriend or or maybe there's not even that ritual. Maybe no. it's just it just becomes an assumption like, okay, we're exclusive now yeah. type thing. You know, there's not there's no official, official question that's asked or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? And then when you get married, it's like a decision that well, obviously it's, you know, one of us decides to pop the question. Yeah. Uh, in, in our case, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh yeah then we go through a whole ceremony and it's this big massive sort of event for us that mm. sort of symbolizes the commitment we're making to each other and yeah, yeah i guess that kind of that alters perhaps the the sentiment of the relationship because it's not just something that that we sort of just decided to st- yeah. do it's like we're entering into some kind of bonding body commitment commitment yeah. with each other yeah i so, love it yeah i don't know i don't mean to i don't I, it's fun to go off on that little tangent off the start yeah. uh but yeah no i i uh, don't regret absolutely oh, one good. bit i have no <laughs> there has never been a single second in this last year yeah where i've been like oh it's so hard being married or if i wasn't married or, no it's yeah. just to me it's i don't know like you hear people talk about how it's you know the ball and chain type thing yeah. it's just you, you're you're sort of trapped or you're you know you don't have free you lose your freedom, freedom. and all that kind of stuff and i have not felt that at all maybe it's just because mm. i've never been inclined anyway personally to go out and to as my parents my liberal liberally minded parents would have put it you know so you wild oats yeah uh but i i've never really been that way it's like it's funny i was i was like raised that way almost encouraged to go out there and experiment and to actually have partners and yeah. do it. I've just was never that way. I've literally I had one girlfriend before you. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> serious girlfriend. One serious no, one girlfriend. Oh yeah. Had like okay. a, a couple of like But that's what I'm saying. Minor relationships sort of through high school. But yeah. no, one one like serious relationship yeah. and then you. And I just I don't feel like I've missed out on anything. Like I've never felt 
Like it was just something that I, I had to go and do and yeah, be all. Yeah, you much. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I wasn't encouraged. I was, if anything, restricted and told that I must, uh, I'd be sinning if, you know, I do, I do that kind of thing. But that kind of just made me want to rebel. Mm. And I, you know, I, I don't like my history. I wish I didn't. I wish I had um, better kind of like more understanding, like I don't know, uh, a different kind of way of explaining to me you know, the sacredness of the body and that kind of thing. So when I kind of got to that, I think the relationship I was in before you, um, I really kind of stood up for myself for the first time and I knew that. And then from there I looked at, okay, well, how do I want to be for me? How do I, who am I? And and as soon as I started to focus on me and kind of hone myself, I'm like, my gosh, my body is so sacred. Oh, my life is sacred. All this, like everything kind of was like, there is so many things that I need to be I'm responsible for that I'm not doing right now. So when I started to do that and then you came along and then, you know, we're both kind of encouraging the same thing, having this kind of like sacred relationship where we're committed to each other nearly instantly. But we also were really responsible in the beginning, you know, after that month. We're like, we don't want to screw this up. So, you know, it, it's just interesting how it went from, like having, you know, yeah, sewing my wild oats, which wasn't fun. I have a lot of, there's, there's a lot of trauma there because I didn't understand what I was doing and all that. So it's like, no, you haven't missed out on anything. I mm. didn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even encourage it at all. Ooh. I would just say, be like, I'd probably encourage our children to maybe learn about the human body, learn about the reproductive system. Well, I think that's ultimately what it was with me. I, I, my parents are very quite uh, as rigorous as you could be, sort of when it comes to sexual education with youngsters. Like sure. from a very early age, I knew what sex was. Yeah, I knew I what a vagina was. Yeah. I knew what a penis was. I knew what they were for. Yeah. Well, I knew where I came from, yeah. and I mean early age, that like. Helps. Before primary school type thing. Yeah. Like, I, well, I that's when curious. kids ask questions. Yeah, I was curious that's and, and I'm really questions. grateful that my parents were just like, I'm going to soon be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking dick around and, and just lie and make yeah. something up and, you know, just have you believe in a fairy tale. And, yeah. Just, yeah, because you're trying to protect me. Because I, I think ultimately that's probably what, as I got older, made me less inclined to go out and and just to yeah so my wild oats yeah so it's kind of for me it was i feel like having that education from a young age took yeah. the taboo it made it less of a taboo topic and the fact that we were very open with the communication when I, in my yeah. family growing up and i mean we still are you know, can talk about anything kind of thing and we weren't sort of shamed for anything yeah. regardless of whatever the experience was that we were talking about or sharing it was mm. like you it was just a, an open floor and you could you know, share whatever. We could talk about anything. Yeah, I want, I want to be like that with our kids because I didn't have yeah. that and it was really hard for me to understand my body yeah. and what was going on even hormonally. Like I didn't even tell my mum I got my first period until I don't even know how many months went by or yeah. how many periods went by. Like I don't know because I was – everything it was just – you had to, it's just shameful. Like it, it was just weird. It was like <laughs> private but it was like private but I had to figure it out myself which was really difficult going through like puberty and then through my 20s and still not ha- being able to have that conversation because everyone's like oh, no we don't talk about that we don't talk about that that's naughty or it's you know it's like well I have these urges I don't want to do with them I don't yeah. know I don't understand what's going on with my body so I had to learn and not in a very nice way but like looking back I'm like okay well I need to for that for whatever reason and now I'm holding my body very sacred Mm. and making sure that I am like making like I am I am a temple for me what what I eat how I I don't know how how I do everything really how I carry myself probably just how I am with you comes down to I guess responsibility taking taking a lot of responsibility for the things in your life yeah, and uh, maybe just maybe perhaps caring more, Care, or like yeah, about having more intention, I guess, with your actions and the decisions that you make, perhaps. Mm. And it's not necessarily you know that it was like a, it was a horrible thing. I mean, for you, you had to go through it but in order to, to, to really have your realizations yeah. later on down Absolutely, the track, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of that sort of stuff. I don't know if you led to you leaving and going to going overseas to kind of have that big sort of trip of self-discovery and Mm. clear your head. And even if it didn't end in the way that you would have liked for it to have ended, it still actually ended in a massive life lesson and adjustment for you eventually. Yeah. So it was still all an incredibly necessary necessary experience for you in order to actually get to that position to be like, I respect myself more Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. 
I think for me, like I said, so having that, there was no taboo. It was mm. just, it just, yeah, it is what it is. It's normal, you know, well, you, yeah, masturbation's exactly. normal, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like you just, but it was just completely open, right? Yeah, so and it wasn't, a, it wasn't the topic to talk about. So, because I think it, it felt like anyway. where there was, it felt like there was a lot more uh, restrictions placed on me where things like what we ate. Right? Like sure. my parents were very, um, my mum in particular was very, firm adamant you know on reducing our sugar intake or keeping our sugar intake really low and i'm really grateful for that mm. but it kind of got to a point where it was like there was a genuine like i wasn't able Desire. to eat it, and it's and again like i said it's a good thing i don't regret yeah. it but it, it's kind of is almost like as soon as i was able then to have my own money and then to sort of buy my own food i was very licentious when it came to when i was spending money on junk food and yeah. shit food yeah. and even now it's like i i have this like impulse when i'm there i'm like oh chucky like i have such a sweet tooth sweet. now yeah. and i wonder if it's because I, my sweet tooth was stifled growing up yeah right okay but even like yeah, no no it's it's like it's a stupid comparison it's not really no, comparing but it, apples, but it apples, is, but it's, it's like sexually it was it was we were very open yeah. with the discussion and the conversation and, yeah. and my parents are just like be respectful <laughs> you yeah go do whatever you want to do make yeah, sure you're you're obviously using protection you're being sensible but also make sure that you are respectful and you're open with your intentions yeah. and you're not simply just taking advantage of someone or yeah. you're just trying to get your end in and then you know fuck whatever the other person's going through sure. it was this like be open with what you want and why you're doing what you're doing type thing so it was very much like do what you need to do have whatever experience you need to have just be sensible and be respectful mm. uh but i just for, for me um when it came you know sexually like i just i, I, I was never not not necessarily to like i'm trying but i didn't really have any game when i was younger <laughs> <laughs> not that i have any now but i i just well, something I, worked on me. it wasn't i wasn't inclined yeah something did i managed to somehow sucker you into this <laughs> i wasn't inclined in such a way as to be like yeah like let's go and you know lose my virginity when i'm 12 years old type thing like it just wasn't something that was massively important well, to me what oh i know some people yeah that yeah, right. quite young crazy. yeah pretty crazy uh but yeah I like after i was an adult <laughs> yeah like i was 19 like 19 yeah yeah um, which i'm grateful for i'm glad because yeah whew. Yeah, oh, for sure. But, I mean, yeah, every, everyone's different. Like, yeah. it's not it's not passing judgment or anything like that. I'm just no. saying for me personally. And oh, no, for my own self, I'm saying phew. Like, I don't I don't know yeah. how I would have managed. Like, I hardly understood it then. <laughs> so, I've only, I've only had two partners. And mm. for me, I've, I'm like, it's, it, I don't, it, just in context of, like, being married. I'm yeah. like, I don't regret anything. Like, I don't feel like I've missed out on exploring yeah, and just right. going and oh, having yeah, all like, these different partners oh, and gonna be just with women and being with everyone. Yeah, like, for, and- I, because I don't know, I feel like I've come to really appreciate the development that comes with the partnership. Yeah. And, and for me to try and find the depth of myself and feel like uncover more of myself yeah. and come into more of myself, but discover also who I am, the things that I didn't know about myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that the relationship, being in the relationship really helps to bring that out, especially mm-hmm. you're so different to me. So you really bring out those those parts of me that I didn't know I had. Yeah. Um, and you also help to develop parts of me that were underdeveloped. And I think that that is seriously important. And I love that growth journey. I love that, that continuous sort of development that we have together. Mm. And to me, that's like, that's, that's the that's where the, the joy in life for me is is in yeah. that having someone to constantly share life with but grow with and yeah. to stretch and expand with and to challenge and yeah. to be challenged by and that that's really enjoyable to me and that's why I, like I don't even being married I'm like that to me has just made that whole process it's made it feel more sacred yeah for myself yeah. and I know I'm, I'm this this year has flown and it's just it's I'm just so grateful that I have you and we've been mm. together through this situation and I don't know yeah I don't know how I would have gone by myself um but it's yeah absolutely no regrets for me so mm. yeah. yeah I don't I didn't mean to start this off with a big <laughs> spiel about all that but mm. yeah that came out so yeah no, <laughs> okay no regrets but yes no we came we went to the beach today. I got a little bit sunburnt this time because I didn't put any sunscreen on. Yeah, a little bit, but not that much. We'll put coconut oil on it, it'd be fine. Yeah, not horribly. There was a little bit of cloud cover today. I think it was the might have been windburn as well. Also, the sun reflecting off the water. So, like, directly overhead. You weren't on the water that long. No, but, like, still, you're near the water. Oh, That's sure. Thing, okay, isn't it? Like, uh, whatever. I don't I know. I guess when you're in the water. We were so I'm far just, away from I'm just ocean. a really pasty guy and I just burn, like. Okay, well, then just say that. The moon. The moon hurts me. <laughs> <at least. laughs> 
It's not my fault. Oh, I get moonburn. Yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. do a little bit. A little bit. It's not my fault. It's, you know, the sun's rays reflecting off the moon and I feel like I just catch them all, you know. Yeah. I mean, we have such different skin. I feel like our kids are going to be like, oh, I wish I had mama's skin or I wish I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I like my skin. It's just really white and burns easily. That's all. I just have to take better care of it. That's all. I like your skin too. <laughs> I do. I like it. It's a be- It's actually a really nice color. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. No, I hope. <laughs> That's why I married you. <laughs> uh, for my skin. For your skin tone. You just knew that like our offspring would just have really delectable skin. <laughs> How are you feeling? You seem to be in much better spirits actually today than you have been over the last year. You had a bit of a down week. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Just thing. I, I don't know. I'm going to, I want to say hormones. I've been feeling like there's just really unusual emotions have come up for absolutely no reason. <laughs> and <laughs> it's been hard to kind of pinpoint. Things have come into my mind, but I think it's, I don't think they're like, they're actually that. What like, do you mean things? Oh, like like thoughts have come into my mind about what they could be, and I'm trying to be like, oh, I'm like, could just be hormones. Like mm. I'm pregnant. Like it might not be everything that I thought it was. Was you know, like going crazy in my head. I'm like, you know, just leave it. And if maybe it's just hormones, just ride it. Just ride the waves. You know, go outside. Like I asked my doula. I'm like, um, what? How do I do? To, what do I do to kind of balance my hormones? Like I didn't really want to take anything. I just like how there are so many ways that we can. Um, we can balance ourselves and our, our um, levels. So I was like, well, what can I do? Is there anything I can eat? Is there anything? She goes, go out into the sun or go to the beach. She goes, the water and everything's really healing. And she goes, the, the grounding of the sand. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like, well. So we went today instead of yesterday. Yesterday was just, I think it was heat as well. It was so hot bloody hot. Yeah. I, I literally stood outside. My I started getting a headache immediately mm. and i didn't really want to i was in i was in the warehouse all day yesterday in like a nice temperature controlled yeah shed so yeah. it was i didn't notice the heat at all oh it was terrible it was just, just yeah one of those just just a little bit too much mm. a little bit too hot yeah but that's okay and it's the middle yeah, of summer so i'm i'm feeling better uh i don't know well, i think it's just just riding the waves going up and down feeling yeah, what I need to do, like intuitively, I need to move my body. I exercised. I nearly cried during it because it was so difficult. One of my hips, I don't know, one side, I just couldn't lift my leg and I was like, I'm so fat. But it wasn't fat. I was like actually, I think, pushing up emotions as well, like stagnant energy that was kind of come up. I could kind of feel it as well, just wanting to come up. And I didn't end up crying, but I ended up meditating, which was really nice and just being with my body. And it was because after I love meditating after I work out or when I have, you know, moving around a bit because you can feel your body, you just feel the buzzing. You can feel all the energy just moving and pulsating and expanding and doing its thing. So when I was sitting there, it's like, oh, it's really nice just to, just to let everything just be. I couldn't focus on anything too much. I wasn't trying anything. I wasn't doing any mantra I just sat there and was just just gave myself some time to just be. And then today again, we're on when we're on the beach. I just was sitting there and I just wanted to ground into the to this to the sand because I don't think I, I was just there, but I wasn't really taking it in. When I slept, I was re- loved listening to the water. That white noise it was beautiful. It was so really choppy. It was really really choppy, choppy but it was the sound was just so mm. good. And yeah, I had a great nap. And then I stood, I'm like, yeah, we went for a bit of a walk, which was really nice. Again, great. I was focusing on just connecting my my body to the earth, making sure that I was just connecting, just connecting and coming back to myself. I don't know, just trying anything really. Cause I didn't I didn't really want to go into the water. Way too choppy. And I'm like, I just my emotion, my It was pretty crazy energy yeah. out on the water. Because I just it walked out there and dipped my feet and it was the waves were just I haven't been to Mordiac Beach before, so I don't know. It seemed like there was a bit of a bar, like a slight drop when you walked down. And yeah. it seemed that the the water, which was already choppy because it was slightly blustery yeah. today, yeah. it looked like the water was coming in, crashing against it. And so yeah, the, it okay. sort of waved Pushed up a little bit it. and then just like smashed into the um yeah. into the 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 shore. And it really sucked you back out as well. When you, I so. just didn't really want to be. I don't mm. know. I just was like, um, I'm happy just sitting here on the sand and just enjoying because it was like hardly anyone on the beach. It was so nice. Mm. It was just I love those days where there's not that many people. You get to enjoy the, like the space of the beach. The you can actually yeah. see. You can actually see the beach. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was it was nice. I think today, yeah, it really helped my mental state. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good because it's. I know that you were having all the inspiration, especially with the planting, but also 
what it was that you could do as well for mm-hmm. I've got my spreadsheets and stuff on the side. It's like you were starting to get a little bit of inspiration for how you can you can do something on the side yeah. for you. And then I know that Christmas sort of happened last weekend and it seemed to cut that momentum off Completely. in the flow. Completely. And that seemed to have like kind of thrown you into sort of an abyss. Yeah. And you've sort of been floundering ever since. I just really hate, really hate those moments of just, of just like lose it. I just kind of lost it and I'm like, frustrating. But I knew that it was okay. I knew that everything just happened for a reason and maybe it was too much. And every time I tried to think about it, my body would be like, no, okay. And I was getting really uncomfortable, but like too uncomfortable, not like the kind of uncomfortable you should be getting when, you know, you're stepping into, you know. So... I just kind of just left it and let it kind of do its thing. My body was doing its thing as well. I mean, the second trimester, this like transitions really different. And I was like, another switch kind of happened and the whole sciatica thing was driving me crazy. But then I got on top of that, which was nice. And then these hormone things are going on and I'm like, okay, well, I just have to make sure that I'm grounding, that I'm making sure that I'm spending enough time outside, which I do usually, and drinking enough water and drinking healthy food and that kind of thing. So just taking care of myself in that sense at the moment is most important. I'm feeling a bit more activity in where the baby is. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Um, today I was just feeling like a little bit of shooting pains just all, all throughout, so I don't know what's going on. Then, like, I don't feel – I'm not worried about it. But I just – it was kind of similar to when at the beginning when everything was kind of expanding and contracting. Yeah. So, I just feel like maybe the baby's moving a little bit. Things Could are just, be. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. Because, I mean, you haven't felt what it's like to obviously have a baby moving around inside you. No, I haven't. So, and it's probably – it's getting to the point now where you can – it'll you'll yeah. sort of start – it'll be developed enough to the point where it starts having a bit of motor function, right? Yeah, well, the whole, the whole body's formed. So now it's just all the development that's kind of happening. Mm. The vocal cords were coming in, the intestines were coming in and developing and then think, what else? Talking, uh, talking shit. It can, yeah. Mm. But it was like also like it's practicing like squinting and frowning and doing all that, like moving its muscles. Where are you getting that from, the app that you were using? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. So because they tell you what happens, what the baby's doing. Yeah, it's, it's interesting just yeah. to see those little processes and – uh, I don't know. Also, I don't know if it's true as well. It's like depending on the development of the baby. I'm like, I feel the something's going on. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of movement, a lot of like activity today and yesterday. Just I was like, oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> so when he, I don't know, he's going to be pretty, probably a um, a feisty one. Maybe we'll yeah. see. I was going to be a Cancerian, yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe that's why I'm really connected to the water at the moment. Really, like the water is just like really just soothing. I think the water birth is going to be perfect for it because yeah. it's just, yeah. So, we uh, caught up today with, uh, with a friend mm-hmm. who was interested in self-publishing her poetry. So, she wanted to catch up. We caught up a little while ago, but we didn't actually end up getting into it. So, today we met up and I sort of went through my process when I published Inward and everything pretty much what was involved in self-publishing your own book. I went through Amazon KDP's platform and it was really good and beneficial. But uh, before we got into that, yeah, we were talking, swapping sort of the pregnancy stories and stuff. And uh, it, it's very interesting. Like she was another one with a cesarean. Two cesareans. Two cesareans. And it was almost like a foregone, the way she was sort of explaining the, the pregnancy and the birth and stuff, it was almost a foregone medical conclusion that her pregnancies were going to end in cesareans. So mm. it's just really interesting, like another sort of anecdote. And she's, she's a little bit older. So like her, her kids might, I'm not exactly sure how old her, her children are, yeah, but maybe. they're adults. They're yeah. like adults. So it was a while ago, obviously, that she yeah. gave birth, but it's still how it's, it's just more, you know, more, more yeah, sort of cesarean it stories. It's just so rare to come across that natural, really natural birth. Totally. She I, was really stoked when you said home birth. So I said, so I'm in a home amazing. birth. I've got a doula i've got yeah. midwives. I'm ha- having it in a bath i'm having fairy lights she goes i can see candles i'm like yeah dim lights i i'm setting the whole environment i'm setting mm. the stage for how this baby's gonna come into the world because even they say if in bright lights when the baby comes into bright lights it's like too much for them yeah and fuck it's, that sensory experience is insane like how do you feel when you're like you get woken up because someone's turned a bloody light on top yeah start crying and screaming and throwing stuff <laughs> and yeah i want to make sure that you know, I want to do everything I can to make that as well sacred for the, the child and to make mm-hmm. it as beautiful, as comfortable as for the baby, not just for me, but for the baby. And I was also looking at lotus birth where you keep the placenta attached to the baby and allow it to dry off and um, 
naturally break off the baby, like they disconnect from each other because the placenta is a living organ and it still um, it still pumps all the nutrients. It's still working when it, you give birth to it. And so it's like when you cut the cord, you pretty much just like kill it and that's it. It's like it's while it's still pumping all these nutrients and stuff into the body of the baby. So I think it's between three and ten days where you leave the placenta attached to the baby. The ritual is so beautiful. You cover it with salt and herbs and like flowers just to kind of keep the smell down season it season it nicely (laughs) but you help it dry out as well Mm. and then the cord dries out and it just detaches from the baby and they detach from each other naturally when they're ready when it's time and it's just allowing that natural process to just happen instead of intervening in it all, in the whole process, allowing the process to be. Obviously, intervention has its place in emergency situations. I don't feel like, you know, and whatever will happen will happen, but I want to be able to keep this as natural as possible, as sacred as possible because I I hold my body sacred and now I'm holding it even more sacred because I've got a life in me Mm. and I'm making sure that I'm taking care of it. I'm when I'm, I'm anxious or I'm, I'm making sure that I'm on top of it, I'm not over. I'm not freaking out. I'm not overreacting. I'm trying to really keep it together and feel and be in this experience. So I'm really excited about actually experiencing that too. Earth. Birth and the lotus, yeah, um, the lotus birth is. Yeah, it'll be good because we haven't actually spoken to the midwives or daughter about it, so we're still yet to actually. We need to organise the midwives this week. Yeah, so I just got to have the, um, got to organise the referral. Mm. So I just got to book the appointment this week to get yeah. a referral for her, and then yeah, oh, we, we get to see her next week or whenever she's available. Yeah, from here on out. No, that'll be really exciting. I'm ex- I'm keen to start that process with the midwives as well. Yeah. Because she very uh, sensibly, I think, has the policy of waiting until after week 16 because obviously you kind of pass the, I guess, the quote-unquote danger period yeah, when it comes to pregnancy. Yeah, she had a couple of experiences where someone had a miscarriage and then demanded their money back. Yeah, because like, you got to pay you got to pay a couple of grand up front essentially and yeah. like that's totally fine, understandable. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you're too early, you know, some women, she's, yeah, she said some women have had miscarriages after they've had their first session. So then all of a sudden you've got that awkward, sticky refund of that sort of yeah. money and it, you know it's so, so she's just like no wait till after yeah. so week 16 so you're in week 16 yeah. now and she's still available she said just contact me if you need anything yeah. it's, it's been fine really i haven't really mm. thought about it because i've just nothing's been really that extreme nothing's really big been happening but yeah yeah so no that'll be that'll be really good too so that's coming up in the next over the next couple of weeks, couple of weeks as well. yeah so there's just sort of Stay more, things to, more <laughs> things to sort of look forward to yeah. I got in touch with our financial advisor lady that we've been in contact with. Yes. And I'm really excited to actually utilize her service. Hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, we'll be able to actually go forward and make a few things happen there. But I I messaged her. So, with my financial budgeting uh, that I want to actually start doing on the side and yeah. helping people with theirs, I was like, the te- I love the template. It works. I've been utilizing it. It's awesome and it's fantastic for long-term planning and projecting mm-hmm. and for peace of mind as well and it's so easy like i've made it so easy I've, after i've made the template job. you just got to fill it out and then once it's filled out you only have to input data you know when you in, when you know what your paycheck is and then what when you, you spend money that's the only data you got to input into it the rest <laughs> is all done so i love it but i'm like look I still don't have any official qualification or specific experience in that industry itself. So I'm like, I can I can still offer this. And when I ran it by her when we first spoke about it, she was really keen and, and uh, really keen on it and very encouraging. But I was like, it'd be really nice to actually have the endorsement or at least have a have shown it, run it by mm-hmm. someone in that field that I appreciate the perspective of or the yeah. opinion of. And for them to say, yeah, that's great. It's, yeah, you know, it's really good. Yeah, go for it. Now I see what you've done. I sort of approve of it approve, kind of on yeah. you go. And then I can say that like this has been seen by, you know, XYZ person of XYZ yeah. position or whatever. And yeah, like it's been given, they're, they're, they've given it their tick of approval. So I made a two and a half minute clip essentially of my major uh, template, the big one. And she was like, I was blown away by her response. She was so awesome it. about it. She was like, this is fantastic. This really could help people. Yeah. Uh, do you want? Oh, I'm happy to endorse it. Yeah. I'm like, oh I'll my give god. You a She's like voice testimonial and a written testimonial. Yeah. I'll pass on my clients. Yeah. Clients. If amazing. I have any clients that come my way that could utilize your service, like yeah. I can. Would you like me to forward them on to you? I'm like, yes. 
<laughs> bring it I, I couldn't believe it. I was, I was just so blown away. So that was just such a, a cool thing to sort of happen with this and so encouraging as well. Yeah. Like it just, it felt empowering for me to be like, all right, I know this works for me, but to have actually run it by someone who's embedded in that yeah. and for them to be like, this is great, this will help people. Um, it's just that real pat on the back to kind of keep going. So nice. So that's really quite exciting. So the next thing I sort of need to do now is I've pretty much figured out what my, my price points are yeah. for it and kind of what I'd do for each. But I want to create like a free PDF and I'll probably get you to help me with that because you've done a lot of work in your as you've been trying to figure yourself out and what your yeah, product is. I'm very is good at helping so, people yeah. do stuff, but not really so for me. So you can help me. Probably very good at it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make, I want to make a PDF that essentially I can provide for free that gives a brief sort of uh, background and understanding of what each, what I do essentially, Maybe. what I can do. Yeah. So that's kind of the next step and that's probably what I'm going to work on this week with it. Yeah. Uh, and I've also potentially picked up another client from work. Yeah, that's exciting. Which is cool. So, honey, it's it's kind of like just happening, naturally. just continuing to sort of naturally happen, which yeah. is nice. I'm not forcing it. I'm not having to force it uh, and really try and, and push it out there. Like I, I drop it in conversation every now and then because I want to try and give it a little bit of bit of airtime. Yeah. Like you know, I do. But also, people ask. I do do you, what you do on the side. Yeah. What are you interested in? Otherwise, yeah. You know, this is what I do do, and it just sort do of happens do? that yeah, what I do do, and <laughs> it just sort of happens that the people that I'm talking to actually feel like they would benefit from it. Mm. So it's it's really cool, really cool. Yay. It kind of it feels like thank you, thank you. Yeah, it feels like things are sort of going to happen with it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, my, my hope is into the not too distant future. It will provide the ability for us to move into that more sovereign way of living that we've wanted. Yeah. And I'm just excited, also, just to actually be of service and to get out there and actually help people and empower people to take charge of their finances. I love it. And love it, you know, that's what this is all about. You know, I don't. I have no interest in becoming something like a like a personal accountant that just just give me a. Give me your your finances, your financial it. situation at certain times of the year or whatever, and I'll deal with it. Uh, you know, no, it's not that. It's it's let's work together on creating this structure, and then I'll help you for the first period of time while you're getting the hang of how to use it, and then after that point, you just completely take mm -hmm. it over, and you're the one that's running your own financial show, not me. Yeah. So my my job isn't to yeah my job isn't to be your financial manager or advisor or anything like that. I, I can't. I'm not qualified to do that. <laughs> it's not my job to just handle your finances for you, your personal finances. It's my job to kind of empower you to take over your own yeah. with the tool that I've developed for myself. To, let you, as the to let you know and show you that you can. Mm. You can actually take your power back when it comes to your finances. Absolutely. So, that's, that's kind of where that's at and it's really exciting. It is moving forward constantly, very quickly it feels like, in a very positive direction. So, Amazing. It is, it is sort of coming to that daunting point where it's like putting it out there on social media. But I also kind of think about it and it's not me trying to avoid putting myself out there in the social realm, the social media realm, but through actually being able to have uh, – having face-to-face -face conversations with people yeah. at work, it's kind of like it's it's sort of spreading that way a little bit. Through word of mouth. Yeah, through mm -hmm. word of mouth. And the guy I was talking to yesterday, he pretty much said the same thing. Is like just with things like this, word of mouth. You know, He, he was doing a bit – had his own sort of side hustle during the pandemic and – a lot of his success, he was he actually was quite financially successful with it. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he said it was just word of mouth. You know, I don't have to post anything or put anything out there. I mean, if the service is good and they enjoy, people enjoy it, yeah. they'll talk about it. That's right. And so I'm really yeah excited for it to kind of spread that way. And even even uh, the, the the woman that we're in contact with, she pretty much said she devoted a little bit of time to social media, but eventually got to a point where all of her clientele just comes through word of mouth. She literally, I think she like the. I went to have a look at her last post on Instagram. I'm like, what does she post? I'm curious to know. She hasn't posted since 2021. Yeah. Or like, 20, like yeah, it would have been early. 20, I think it's 2021 actually. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, she said she, she gets her stuff from word of mouth. Like, yeah. But there's um, enough on there to kind of get the gist of what she's about. Yeah. It's awesome. And that's like, I'd rather that when it comes to attracting well, clients. It just takes the it takes the pressure off, I feel like, having to curate posts yeah. purely for the the uh to, to serve promoting. the function of selling and promoting I, I think it's still the best way to get your word out is through word of mouth mm. even through when i was doing mine everything was word of mouth all the clients that i had were word of mouth there'd probably be one two two people that i got from instagram yeah clients that were, yeah 
otherwise they were like friends or family or people who spoke to like their sister or yeah so it's like word of mouth still is probably the most effective way to get the word out yeah oh absolutely well, I was ignorant, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that, it, it's just it continues to sort of it feels like it's it's flying a little bit like the wings are starting to kind of flap yeah. and it, it's, it feels like it's generating like a little running bit running up yeah. You're running up and you're, like, ooh, ooh, yeah. you're jumping up for a little bit, <laughs> catching a bit of wind. Getting sort of higher and higher each time. Yeah. So, it, it is really, it's a really cool feeling. It's, it is a little bit daunting too, I'm not going to lie. Like it is a kind of intimidating just thinking about where it could go and sort of what it implies because I've mm. sort of never been this far along this kind of process before. Yeah. When it's it something comes that you to really doing your own like. thing. You know, I when I was studying osteo at uni, I was seeing patients at home as well. Mm. So, I actually download i didn't download i took home from uni the 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 paperwork that like we do with with patients at at uni when we'd have our clinic placement i took home the the piece of paper that they fill the information out on like where they're sore and sure all that kind of stuff and i took the took home and i just made a bunch of photocopies and i was seeing i've seen patients like just just sort of family friends and stuff Mm -hmm. that would come along and I'd, i'd work on them and i can't remember if i was doing that paid or not I can't really remember, but that was sort of it. That never really went anywhere. And obviously I never went into that field. I never practiced or anything like that officially when, after I graduated, but it's kind of like, I feel like I'm at a similar place now to that where it's like, this is a thing that I do and I'm offering it to sort of, you know, close friends or work colleagues or whatever, but moving beyond that into the realm of actual sort of paid, getting income Mm. and especially working with people I've never met before. I haven't done that. But you're more excited now than you were with osteo, yes? Yeah, I, osteo is a funny one for me. I, I, I think, I think perhaps because of the reason that I went into it, I, it, I wasn't doing it in the right sort of energy. I feel like if I was to be that way inclined now, or if I was to go back now and study it, having had that sort of, I've, I graduated if this year. It'll be five years since I graduated. The end yeah, of this wow. year will be five years ago. So it was yeah. So over four years ago, you know, I graduated, and I feel like that distance, that time, that life experience that I've had in the meantime, I would be significantly better as an osteo now. Wow. If yeah. I was to go back now and start practicing than what I would have been when I first graduated, mm. I felt painfully inadequate. Not not in terms of my theoretical knowledge. Yeah, my theoretical knowledge was like was really good because I've always been sort of academically inclined, Very. so I can absorb information <laughs> pretty easily. You can. But when it comes to having the actual life experience and, and the confidence in myself as a person, not even necessarily as an osteo, but as a person mm-hmm. to be able to look at, approach the world and have a view of the world that's relatively balanced or, or strong enough that I feel confident in how I view it and then can approach people within it type thing. Because you're in a leadership role when you're a healthcare provider. Yeah. And because you're, you're taking charge of a person's healthcare plan yeah. and you're trying to yeah also empower them to play an active role in their own health too, right? So you are in a position of leadership, and to me, someone's health is 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 incredibly. It's an incredibly, uh, obviously, vital element of their life, right? And so, for me to be in charge of someone's health at twenty three years old, I just felt like I've had no life experience. I've I, all I would be able to do for them is is essentially or throw throw my theory at them. Yeah, you know, and I yeah, and and I just didn't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm like your your health. So it's it's my lack of confidence, my lack of drive yeah. to do it, and I think yeah that not having the the life experience, generally speaking, not knowing myself well enough, kind of all combined to me just being like this isn't there were, there were other factors, but this was like, again another yeah, influence yeah. of mine. Sure, uh, was just I'm not ready to do this kind of thing. I don't mm. feel comfortable doing that, you know. But with this, I've been doing it for like five years. Yeah. And I know that it works. I know that it works. I've developed it. I've developed myself with it. Well, you could say you'd been doing like five years of uni of it. Like kind of you did five years of osteo. You did five Mm. years of this. And this you you want to keep going. Yeah. and Because I'm confident with this. I'm confident with how it works. And because I actually feel – I know that you can be creative in anything that you do. Yeah. But I have the confidence to be creative in this. Sure. So, it's your strength yeah. and you enjoy it. So, because, it lights you up. Because I'm sort of analytical and I'm quite structured and sort of detail-oriented, mm-hmm. I'm quite good at things like a spreadsheet, this this kind of thing. And, and I know how important your f- financial situation is, obviously, and your financial health is because, well, fuck, I mean, look at what we've gone through for the last <laughs> few years. I know what financial stress feels like. Yeah. 
And so the fact that I feel like I can be of genuine service in this area for, for someone who potentially could be going through a similar stress and if I could do something or if I could help them in a way that would alleviate that, I know how beneficial that will be in terms of your broader life. You know, not just if you, you know, resolve a few of your financial issues and it will resolve issues elsewhere because I know, you know, you like to think that you can compartmentalize all the different components of your life, but they all sort of leach into each other. And one mm-hmm. of the biggest ones is your financial health. You will put your financial health before your mental health and your physical health. Yeah. You know, absolutely, absolutely. You will, you will spend money where, or you will look after your money. I feel like better than you look after yourself a lot of the you'll time. You'll choose money over. Yeah. Yeah. I was having this conversation with my brother actually. Yeah. And he, he was like, my like job, he has to, because you have to work for money, right? You have yeah. to earn a living. Yeah. And a lot of the time is, he said to me is like, I feel like your mental health, he's like, for me, it goes down to like third or fourth bottom priority type thing. You know, I'm putting, <sighs> putting my means to acquire my income above everything else. And that's mm. what we do. And I feel like when we don't have the sort of structure, we don't have that security yeah, everything else is going to suffer because our focus becomes wholly and solely on that yeah. as opposed to what's going, what else is going on in my life? There's What, what about the other components? Yeah. What else makes up my existence? It's how to kind of prioritise then those compartments. Yeah. Per se, you know, yes, the furniture you can work, but, you know, when you come home, you can do something about it. Or in the morning, you can do something about it. And it's finding that balance throughout the day to fit in with the financial health. You don't just put one above the other you try to make them harmonize well that's it and i think that's it's everything sort of intrinsically kind of connected right you you can say like i'm going to go to work and i have to go to work and it's really it's not good for my mental health to go to work and i I know what that's like too i've been in that position where i've been at a job that i don't like and it isn't even bringing in enough income to look after us for the amount of time I'm putting into it, we're still losing money and I, and I wasn't enjoying the job either. And so I know what that experience is like and what that feeling's like. And it's, it's like, how do you, how do you go about, I guess, achieving that sort of little bit of financial structure and security Mm. whilst also being able to cater to the other areas of your life that that are just as important, if not even more important, they should be more important. Yeah. You know, and there's no reason that they can't also be linked together, you know? Yeah. My, I, I might not have been able to bring in the income that I would have liked, but was there was there ways that I could go about my job or my work while I was spending so much of my time there to view it in a different way? Mm. You know, my mindset. Could I have, if if perhaps I had more of a direction with where I was going, and I could view the place that I was at in terms of my work, yeah. if I could view the job as a stepping stone, or if I could view it from the lens of like, okay, this is productive for me right now because it's getting me towards this goal. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have that future goal, no. right? I just sort of felt like I was I was there. And well, I mean, it we was were serving- in the middle of a pandemic as well, or well, the beginning of a pandemic, mm. which we've never experienced before. So I think I one like a really good piece of advice, and I've read this in numerous different sort of places as well, and it, it is true because I've experienced it as well. Is to essentially with your work, like have a reason for it. So I reading Rich Dad, one of the advice pieces of advice in that it was lessons in that was to to work work to learn. So if you're going into a job, you know, is there an area of your life personally that you're looking to improve upon? Mm. Or is there something that's important to you uh, that you feel like you need to have experience with so that you can move forward elsewhere and develop yourself as a person? And it's like, okay, well, you spend so much of your time at work. Why not find a job that's actually going to furnish you with that experience or that knowledge? Mm -hmm. And then so you know that no matter how miserable the job might be, you're always motivated to do it because you know that it's serving that particular function in your life. And I feel like where I was when I was in that job, I I didn't have that overarching function. The reason that I sort of went that way in the first place was because I was like, it'd be nice to get some hands-on experience and learn how to use tools and and learn a little bit about, you know, working in the construction industry. And that was relatively vague and I achieved that very quickly. You know, it doesn't take that long. Okay, I've got enough of a grip on it now. I'm sort of ready to go into the next thing. But then I sort of found myself stuck in the job. Yeah. Wanting an out, not knowing how to get out. And I feel like if I had have had a a better or a stronger overarching reason for being in that job, I, the, the income itself wouldn't necessarily have become so uh, so much of a, a like a weight, a burden kind of thing. The lack of income would have become such a burden yeah. because we're like, it doesn't matter how much or how little I get paid. What matters is I'm in this position because I'm achieving this yeah, or it's right. giving me this. Sure. And I was in a position where it wasn't giving me anything. Mm. But all it takes 
potentially is is a mindset adjustment or to hear the right thing or to read the right words mm. and to give you this like, oh, wow, okay. Now, now that I know that I've heard that, yeah. how can I potentially look at this situation and, and perhaps alter my perspective of it yeah. and and give it meaning, re-infuse it, reignite that meaning and that purpose that this this job of mine has in my life. And I, th- I think perhaps if I was able to to do that in the in that um, in that period, it would have been a lot less burdensome. Totally. But with this job that I'm in now, I mean, if I was in that same sort of mindset that I was in my last job with, I'd be completely and utterly miserable right now too. But I think what's helping me really get through the days with this job, because of course it's not what I want to be doing, but it's serving the function of providing the means for us to be able to achieve and acquire what we need right now. Mm-hmm. And But having this on the side that I really want to develop, having this this personal finance stuff on the side, developing it is also giving me the the enthusiasm for going to my job because it's 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 giving me that meaning. Yeah. And going, okay, this is something I'm I'm growing on the, and I'm I'm growing in the meantime. But also in my job, there's actually potential clients too. You know, so it's like there's this sort of I I'm feel like I'm seeing, observing more opportunities now because there's there's sort of more meaning that I'm able to give what I'm doing right yeah. now as opposed to when I was in a in a harder sort of situation with my old job. And and yeah, it is making it making me feel significantly more powerful mm. with where I'm at, the position I'm in, and I'm. It's, You've got direction. Yeah, know? and it's hard. Like I can't. We can't say that we have. You just you know find a direction, find something to be passionate. I was trying. We were trying. We thought we. I thought I did have direction, and maybe I did for the sake of staying alive. But it was it in like was it. Uh, healthy enough or was there something that was strong enough I mean it got me out of it but now I'm in a place where I'm like what is my drive what drives me now and I've just you know I've got the pregnancy I've got the baby I've got, but I'm I'm I really miss um working toward being of service and actually uh yeah I don't know providing some sort of purpose out there but I can't I can't force that either because I know that when I did force it it wasn't the right thing to do. So taking it one day at a time, taking it one inspiration at a time, it's, yeah, there, there are other things right now that I have to, you know, I have to take care of my body and I'm learning a lot about myself and how my body is changing and what it's doing and what I'm, like, what I'm actually capable of, how much I'm actually capable of, how much strength I've got and how much strength we have as humans in this body and how it changes when you think about a certain thing and I can feel the like when anxiety kind of comes, I can feel it rippling through my body. I'm like, how amazing is that? Like a thought can actually affect the entire body in a millisecond or before yeah. it's even happened. Before you're even anxious, it's there. And it's insane how much, how important it is to take care of our bodies, take care of our minds, take care of being like just observing ourselves because that's what keeps us healthy. It keeps us learning about something that we're actually passionate and getting us to that purpose, to that service. And I know it's I know it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna I'm not just being like I'm not I'm just not thinking about it because I just can't I can't deal with it. I can't look at myself. I'm like it might not be my work what I've been doing. It could be something totally different. Or it could be. I, I have no idea. But right now my what the what my body's asking me and what my soul is asking me to do is pay attention, be present. listen to your body listen to what your mind is and how work out like actually put into practice the things that you have been so passionate about over the last gosh x amount of x amount of time and it is it's it feels slow but also time is moving so quickly and the the patience that is required the discipline that's required is insane (laughs) It, it is it's it's discipline on another level it, I'm not. I'm really trying to not overreact when I get angry or get reactive when I'm feeling frustrated or when something happens. I really pull back and make sure that I'm okay. Well, why? Why would I be feeling this? Slowing down, not saying anything, but just listening or observing. That then puts me in a great position to then be open to that um, that service, and that's that whole thing we we're talking about before: prior, prioritizing your, you know, the harmonizing of everything. You, you, if you're at work and you're going crazy like you were, you just didn't know you didn't have direction, you don't know what you're doing. It's like, yeah, of course you're going to be in that. You don't have the mindset to 
to have hope. There was it was a very hopeless situation. You know, the pandemic started. We didn't know what the future held. We didn't know how long this was going to last for. We didn't know how long all of this was going to go on for. And now we're kind of moving out of it. And it's like another phase of what's what is, what's happening at the moment, part of the pandemic. And it's like, how did we get through that? Mm. <laughs> but we did. And there was something that was driving us. It was just getting out of it, really. So there's different things. There's different driving forces. It doesn't always have to be like, uh, you know, be positive, and because that doesn't always. It's not always going to happen that way. I have to be really patient and really focused on what is going on right now in terms of me and where I'm being led, what I'm being guided toward. That's how, like, for me personally, you know, we all have these kind of phases. For, for you, remember when I was doing all that and you were kind of going through this, this what I was going through, waiting, kind of just doing, moving through, paying attention, trying to observe and figuring it out and you were just doing your the, the, our finances and loving it and learning more and expanding and growing it and making it better. Well, you didn't even think, you weren't really thinking about it. I, I don't have that thing that I just don't think about, I just do. Mm. I still don't know if I've got that yet. Well, you probably do, but you just don't realise it. That's right. So, but it's like, like I said in the last episode, it's like I sort of took, took for granted, this is this thing I do on the side and I don't, didn't yeah. think about any further implications. And I have no idea what I do. I, I still, there, there are days and probably what this week has been, I, I feel like I have nothing and it's been horrible. It's been a horrible feeling and I know it's, I know it's not true. And it's like I just I feel like I have nothing at the moment to offer, which is absolutely not true. But I can't see it right now because I'm in this and I have to wait. I have to be patient to let all of like to, I have to see something, obviously. I have to see or experience this discipline, this personal, <laughs> I don't know, this physical discipline of my body of being conscious and being just observing my mind, observing my, making sure that I'm harmonizing my health with, with my mental health, my physical health and all of that and making sure that I'm creating the environment for the baby that I need, but it's also for me too. I know this so much more. Because you never know either, right? Like if you're sort of paying attention, focusing on these things, which is super important to focus on, you mm. don't know what you could, pun intended, birth as a, <laughs> as a, as a result yeah. of this, mm. you know, of this process that you're That's going right. through. You know, you might stumble upon or you might not even stumble upon, you might just, yeah, or fall into yeah. that understanding or that sort of epiphany mm. of like, this is it. This right. is my sort of place. And, so much sense. Yeah. You know, and the, the, the fortunate thing is that, yeah, I mean, we, we want to be in a different physical environment for mm-hmm. sure. But the fact of the matter is that currently from, from a financial standpoint and, you know, yeah, from a physical standpoint too, there is time. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's not, we've, the financial pressure has been alleviated mm. to the point where if you, you actually do have the time to sit there and listen Whereas before it was kind of like we didn't feel like we had that because we had that financial clock ticking. Yeah. So we never felt like we had the time to really just sit there and actually appreciate and to just observe. Yeah. And, you know, that now that you have the ability to do that, you know, it's it's okay. You know, mm. we don't have to be in that survival mode anymore. We're not yeah. in that mode anymore of that struggle of that we can't not do something. You know, you can take weeks if you need to take weeks, if you need to take the rest of the time that we're here, you know, mm. until we move out. Before you really click onto it, something, it's hard like to that. even think about that. It's hard to even be like, I can take weeks. It's that's that's the that's where the discipline comes in because I'm not used to. I've always for the since I have kind of uh, when I had when I kind of snapped out of depression when I was 22. Since then, I've been trying to work out the thing, the thing, the purpose, the thing. I've been working it out, doing it on my own, trying to figure it out, and so now actually having to stop pushing and forcing it and trying to make it happen instead I'm I'm being called to slow down to listen to observe and it feels like I'm doing nothing but it is the the muscle that is being um exercised right now is strengthening like crazy and it's it's intense it's like I'm exhausted from not from being from having to just sit there and and allow myself to be just to observe just to feel just to do all that because I have, no, like I said to you today, I don't feel, I don't even know what I want to read right now. I want to read, I want to learn, but I have no idea what I want to learn about. I don't know what I want to read about. I don't know whether I just pick up a book and just hope that that's, you know, might lead to something, might have to do that way. You know, I, I, I already told you what to read. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's those little things that are just annoying but my there's this thing that's just, it's something so different that's happening. It's just, shh, 
It's okay. Like slow it down. Pay attention. Listen. Observe. Feel. All, use all your senses right now because there are things that are coming to you that you need to see and feel and experience in order to have that thing. It's coming. And I know like it's that coming, you know, I can feel it. It's just there. But I have to literally stop mm. and I have to put it all aside, which is painful. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's very, very easy to say something like that, but it's incredibly difficult and painful to actually do it. It is. It's like yeah. I literally was moving toward depression again. Like I was these waves of, you know, like the hormones as well doesn't help. Like the apathy it, type thing. Yeah, yeah, total apathy. Like, ugh, like no. And I'm like, I, and I sat there and I just observed it just observed it and I'm like what are you doing where are you going what are you trying to show me what are you trying to teach I understand I could I feel a very familiar feeling mm. I know you but I this isn't something that I want to stay around but what are you trying to show me and then it passes there's a moment where it passes and then you know or it ease it alleviates a little bit and something else comes in and then it's it's honestly it's it's, it's really unusual what's going on but it's fascinating at the same time yeah. just what the levels of of this experience the energetics and then the physical and the, like you can feel it and you can feel it on an energetic level you don't you can feel it on a physical level you, you can hear it you can see it it's like all these different things of, of this life that's just fascinating and mm. I, yeah it just blows my mind Maybe you need your own podcast. <laughs> I don't know what to talk and, about. And you can share your own Stand information, your own journey. Crazy, crazy woman, crazy pregnant woman podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your your own podcast on on surviving, battling and surviving depression and not from a clinical slash scientific perspective but no, from the perspective okay. of someone who has been on the brink and has gotten through it over and perhaps and the way that you – that you, some strategies and ways that you actually dealt with it and mm. you know maybe it can just be 15 10 15 minute clips yeah and you just have your own podcast like that on the side and you can actually teach and share that information because it seems like your your thing at the moment the thing that you've always come back to and that you always bang on about is your self-development your your self-empowerment bang on about. yeah <laughs> we both do but the thing that you put the most work into is is sort of developing the tools and the resources and the the awareness to be able to combat you know these mm. these these times of apathy and melancholy and and you know nasty depressed experiences mm. and m- maybe it is something that it's like not necessarily a way that you can directly package that in terms of I don't know like a, a like service. a tarot or astrology or something like that sure. maybe you could have a really cool podcast where you share that experience Maybe. and you, I don't know, I don't know, yeah, how you'd sort of break it down. Maybe it's literally just jumping on the microphone and talking about how you had maybe reminiscing over certain, reminiscing, but like <laughs> talking about experiences you've had in the past. Reflecting. And reflecting on that and sort of a lesson that you, you could extrapolate from it and mm. go from there type thing because it is incredibly bloody common these days, you know, people are depressed or they're anxious or they're this and that. Mm. I feel like you very effectively dealt with yours early on and then continue to manage it in a very productive way and i think you've been able to utilize your your tools that you've learned and your motivation uh very effectively to the point where i think that you would be able to actually have your own take or your own spin on them because you're confident with them because you've used them so much Mm. to be able to actually pass that on in the same way that i feel like i can pass on the way i do our personal finance our our budgeting yeah i feel confident i'll be able to pass that on to somebody else and help them with that you know maybe you can't necessarily you're not there necessarily to do an astrology reading or a tarot reading but you can pass on your your own sort of takeaways from the experiences that you've had mm. because you've been suicidal numerous times. Mm-hmm. You've gotten through it. You've been apathetic. You've had sort of general low-lying depression. You've had crippling anxiety and panic attacks. Mm-hmm. You've had experiences that have taken your breath away and you don't know how you're going to recover from, but you have gotten through them. You continue to sort of, you've, you've been battered in that way. You've had traumas, past traumas. Yeah. You've had a very different life experience to what I've had. And so when it comes to dealing with, with, those types of of uh, triggers or um, you know experiences with others, I can't really relate because mm. I've never been I've never been the type of person to have addiction or to have serious psychological issues because I, I don't know why. Mm. You know, maybe I, I just was I just 
maybe my temperament, I'm just such a way inclined that, that I'm less susceptible to it. Yeah. Maybe I just had a different upbringing. So I was just in a different environment mm, growing up. So I was, I was sort of uh, protected from a lot of those types of experiences. But for whatever reason, we, we've just had a very different path that we've walked and mine has sort of led me here. Yours has led you to where you, you are. Mm. But I feel like potentially, you know, a lot of what you could potentially help people with is that just just sim- by simply sharing your experience and sharing what you've taken away and how you've dealt with it not from not and not coming from the angle of a scientist or a doctor or someone yeah. who's in that you know that that more clinical role from someone who's just from like on the ground floor yeah. like in the sort of trenches and been like I'm I've battled this I've yeah. done it I'm doing it right now this well, is what I've done it is interesting how I haven't really since I saw the counselor I haven't actually gone to see – I'm not really that way inclined in order to go see doctors and medical professionals for my health care. I just – I'm not that way inclined. So, I don't know. I could niche it to those who, yeah, would rather feel more – like put their health back into their own hands Like because that's how I did it. I did it for free. Most of it was for free. I right. paid things here and there, but most of my self-development stuff I did for free. I – I did webinars. I looked. There is so much information everywhere. It's just you can help yourself if you and, know and where you can, to look. And you can share that too. Yeah. You know, you can share that stuff. The stuff that you've learned from it, you can share those resources too. Yeah, I'm happy to. They're, yeah. they're, they're not, I mean, they're, they're not a secret. All those resources, you just, it's all about intuition and learning about yourself, how you work, how you function, what works for you. And, yeah, sometimes you will get but it again and again and again and i pr- i probably will continue to because that's it's it's part of my life i don't know i it's just the way i've been designed it's a big part of my design that um my hypnotherapist even said she goes you this is your experience but you've learned to manage it and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. but i'm it is interesting how it always just come kind of comes back to that because again this week just feeling that that apathy that Again, I'm like, oh, come on. Can I just stop for five minutes? But it might just be a part of, you know, snapping me out of something or moving me towards something. might actually get easier for me because I will be, I'll be able to, because it's something that it will be clear, it will be the direction that I go into, then it might actually be easier to manage because I'll be, I don't know, like helping people through it, which means that I'll be helping myself as well through it because I'll be constantly feel working on myself. So and I'll feel purposeful feel, Yeah, that's right. And it's the one when I don't feel purposeful, I go downhill. Like mm. I mean, this, this week has kind of been like that. And it's hard. They come and go. I've had, you know, a couple of weeks ago, same kind of thing. It just wasn't feeling it. There was a day or two. I'm like, oh, I just I feel helpless and hopeless and I'm not doing enough and I'm not of service because it's – it's, it just doesn't feel enough for me just to, to, to do the veggies or just – even though I know that it's so beneficial for us and I'm here to to do that for us, it, it still doesn't – Perhaps because it's still within our sphere. Yeah. You want to you want to step out I of wanna, our sphere yeah. and help you. Yeah. I'm also a very – I get bored very quickly. So if I'm in one place for too long, I need a bit of adventure. I need a bit of movement. I need a bit of a change in scenery. So that's, I think, Sagittarius moon as well. But there's another part of my chart where it's like I do need to have variety. I need to be moving around, whether that be physically moving around or experiencing different things. That's probably why I like to study all these different kinds of modalities because they all fascinate me. And putting them all together creates this amazing just like, oh, my gosh. And there is so much more. There are so many more modalities that are out there that people are creating themselves to actually help people, it's insane. Well, imagine, Beautiful. imagine, yeah, you, you totally could start a podcast or a channel, mm. and and do this and talk about this kind of stuff. Like, so they don't have to be fully comprehensive clips where you're going no. into the ins and outs of stuff. Like I said, it could be something like just something that you've been through, an experience that you've had, mm. an experience. Yeah. Not not a not like a fully let's let's have a, a comprehensive two hour. Uh, episode no. on you know the ins and outs of clinical depression. I don't I don't know all medical terms. I don't know because no. I that's not it doesn't it didn't work for me. It doesn't. I get lost. I get kind of mm. gla- I glaze over when 
when it starts when you start overcomplicating things. So I, I don't I don't know what's out there necessarily in terms of that kind of thing. There might be already people out there with that yeah, kind of content, but hey, this is your content. That's your journey. You know, it's like yeah. with this podcast. You know, maybe this is interesting. Maybe this is not interesting to listen to at all. But it's again, <laughs> it's like we're it, it's just sharing sharing. You know what we're sort of going through as we're trying to achieve something and. And sometimes these product, these conversations can be quite productive, and we take things away from them. And mm. it's like, well, maybe this can actually be a, this conversation itself, mm. even though it's for us, just sharing out what we're going through and kind of reflecting. It could potentially trigger something for someone else in a positive mm. way. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's it's, it is a, it's just a possibility. I'm just saying, you yeah. know, yeah, have a have a think about it. Yeah, and you, I think you're already trending sort of down that way. That's where your I was, momentum I just was didn't carrying know you. Where, yeah, it was. It was either a YouTube channel or. A- or a podcast and I just didn't really know what what I bloody talk about. <laughs> Although I do talk to myself a lot. You do. So. And you write to yourself a lot as well. I do. Just, I do journal. just journal out loud. Yeah. I'm sure. I do video journals as well. You're very, you seem to attract uh, people because I feel like you've got this mag- magnetic type empathetic persona that I yeah. think draws people and that kind of attention in people feel comfortable with you i think yeah. comfortable opening up with They're you as safe, well like yeah so i really perhaps feel as though it it's not a bad way to go potentially mm. to put yourself out there That's like a good that place to start i guess yeah just uh, just just i uh, think on it it's not something yeah. to jump on and go and do it it's you know but yeah. it's just yeah thanks honey i don't know is that is that is that helpful <laughs> yeah i mean we'll see how it goes yeah, yeah. Right, we'll leave it there. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, it's, we're over time. So. <laughs> <laughs> we always kind of go over. I think we're sort of like bang on time at this point. If you enjoy the episode, please give it a like and subscribe to our channel, whichever platform you're listening to us on. That'd be really awesome. It'd help us out a lot. And feel free to share us around too if you want to kind of spread what we do and what we talk about in these types of conversations. Mm-hmm. Not even necessarily. Or even a snippet. Yeah, whatever. Remember the timestamp. Pass it along. That'd be awesome. We'd be so grateful to you. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with us for whatever reason and continue this type of conversation, add your two cents in, provide a little bit of feedback, have a go at us and criticize us, all that kind of good stuff, <laughs> you can email us at itppc at protonmail.com. I check that email every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you want to get in touch with me about any personal finance stuff, any any sort of budget structuring, if you're interested in what I'm doing uh, and you feel like it could be a benefit to you or if you want to find more, if you want to learn more information about what I do and see if it could be beneficial for you, I'm very approachable, I promise. You can you can very, get in touch very with me. Approachable. <laughs> I'm a really nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to work That's with why you. I, I would you. fucking love to work with you. I'm really excited to to actually yeah, get it out there and, and empower some people to take charge of your own financial situation. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you how to grow your wealth. That's not my role. But I can I can help you structure what you do get. So I'd love to work with you. So yeah, anyway, you can email itppc at protonmail.com or on Instagram you can DM me at logan.d.gray. Bravo, honey. And if you want to contact me for any reason, um, you can contact me at my Instagram at yuja.gray. Those uh, links are all in the description. So just scroll down, check those out if you're interested and feel free to reach out. Mm-hmm. We're, we're here, we're on this end, we're real people, we're not robots yes. and we want to hear from you. So we really do. Yeah, absolutely. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Oh, amen.